Welcome to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast, brought to you by the Iron Tavern and Spellburn. Our cast of characters for this campaign is Baptist, the cannibalistic thief, Nuniklaus, the boom cannon wizard, Jargon, where did he go, halfling, Santh, cleric of Mani, Vixila, the guardian warrior, Gonlex, the warrior who dreams of seafaring journeys, Mephrodis, the corrupted wizard, Bong, the glistening warrior, Aram, the sergeant-at-arms warrior, and Jadawin, the apprentice wizard. Continuing up what seems to be an unending stairwell, the group faces another challenge from the fearsome tentacled rockworms before they finally reach the surface of this alien planet. Finding themselves in an environment of purple haze, the party finds what appears to be a temporary outpost of some size. Several buildings lay in smoldering ruin as they make efforts to explore what appears to be a watchtower standing tall above the base. Okay, so everybody ready? Yes. Let's do it. So last week you guys were in the cave. You saw a battle happening out, presumably over top of the cliff top, between ships and some sort of likely alien race that was riding large, 20-foot-long, like, dual-wing pterodactyl-type things. You guys found, you excavated some rubble at the rear of the cave, and it led back a little ways, dropped into what turned out to be a worm tunnel, which you used to work your way through the cliff side, got attacked by a giant worm, followed the tunnel a little further, found yourself in some man-made tunnels, and you there's a hallway that sort of led to the south, hallway that led to the north. You checked both sides out. To the south was a large, lengthy stairwell that led down into the north, a lengthy stairwell that led up, and you guys were leaning towards going with the lead-up stairwell. And that is where we left it. Did Santh heal us? Or bomb? Not last week because Santh uh, left a little early. See, I've got my hit points is like being low, lower, lower, and then back to full. So I'm, I don't, I didn't listen to the game this week, the last week's game. Yeah, he. I'm assuming I got healed, but I don't. No, did he heal him up? I I healed you before we started. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Adventuring. Really. Okay. <clears throat> so I just. Didn't Anything know. after the worm probably wasn't healed, though, was it? Yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't. We didn't heal. There was no post worm healing. I don't guess. Was anybody even get that from the worm? What did you say, Adam? Can anybody even take damage from that thing? Someone got caught in the tentacles, right? That would have done yeah, something. Oh, that's right. I. That's right. During the fight, I uh, ran up and healed Bong too. Okay. Uh, okay. At one point, Santh ran up and healed Bong while he was fighting the worm. Okay, well that would make sense because I mean I want to play fair, but I don't, I don't don't remember getting healed. But my sheet says I was healed, so you were healed during the honestly I don't remember the worm fight either though. So okay, so with healing in place, you are at the north end of a corridor where there appears to be a rather large or lengthy uh, stairwell uh, as far as. It's dark, and as far as you can tell, looking up, stairs, metal stairs, seem to lead multiple flights up. Multiple flights up, metal stairs. How far up can we see? I mean, is it like a, can we see all the way pretty much to the top, you know, how far mm-hmm. up they go? No, uh, you see about 60 feet out because of the light conditions, even those with intervision oh, okay. can only see 60 feet out, and you see flights that tend, each flight tends to go up about 10 feet, and you see them rising up 
at least that 60 feet. All right. I propose we go up these steps, fellas. Well, I, <clears throat> agreed. Baptist is the um, potion, the mind control potion over Blueberry. I was thinking about drinking that and letting him go up. If, okay. I, could commu- if I could communicate with him, he can fly up to the top and sort of. Okay. Um, so you're going to drink the, the brown potion? Yeah. The brown potion. Real quick. <laughs> I could have swore we drank all the potions already. We sipped them. Or are you talking like you're, ta- you're taking the whole thing? You're actually drinking it? Yes, I'm drinking it. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so you drink that potion, and you do seem to be somewhat on the same wavelength as Blueberry. I just call out to him subconsciously and see if he responds. He does. He seems annoyed. I ask him what's annoying you. It says the air stinks here. That's true. I ask him if he can fly up to the, if he flies up to the top of the staircase, will he be able to talk to me when he gets up there? Depends on how high up the stairs go, he says. <laughs> Blueberry's been holding out on us. He has been. What does he sound like? Does he sound like a Spaniard? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine him to be a Spaniard. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> Like uh, Antonio Banderas. <laughs> That's exactly what Blueberry sounds like. <laughs> like Puss and Boozer. <laughs> That's exactly what he sounds like. Okay, I send him. But he says, yeah, he can he can fly up and uh, he says he can, you know, when he feels the communication getting poor, he can stop and report back. Okay. I so he flies up. It's gone a little bit. You can hear, like, annoyed calls and the, the echoing in the stairwell as he flies up. And he gets up what Blueberry guesses to be about 120 feet and says the stairs continue to go up. And it's just been flight after flight after flight of steps. Have there been any doors? No doors. Um, how sturdy do the stairs seem? It says there's some debris on some of the stairs, but for the most part, it looks like it fell from above. Uh, and there's still... Uh, they they appear relatively sturdy up to that point, but there is so a little bit of debris. Six that, flights, that's what we think. Sixty feet. He thinks 120 feet. So. Oh, so he went up 12 flights. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I'll relay this message back and propose that we go up to where he is at least. <clears throat> My characters consent to this. Okay. Should we check the traps on the way up, kind of a thing? Uh, can we tell anything about, is it dusty? Is there a lot of foot traffic that we could tell on these steps? Like down It does not appear to be a lot of foot traffic on it. Blueberry reported some debris, uh, mainly a little bit of uh, rock, like a gravelly rock and baseball-sized rock that's fallen down. And it, it doesn't, Blueberry does not see signs of recent foot traffic, per se. Okay, so on the map, we kind of came out of the worm tunnel into a hallway, and we went what we reckon to be north for 80 to 90 feet. Do we have any idea what was to the south? Was it going further down, or was it just a hallway? There was, so you've got... There was a stairwell there, too, right? Yep, there's a yeah, stairwell I there. It. I see it now. I actually and So there's like a stairwell to the south, a stairwell to the north. And the stairwells are identical, pretty much, right? Yep, pretty much identical. And this is like the worm tunnel. So like the worm tunnel sort of came in and then like butted up okay. against this man-made tunnel. Right, right there. This is the south, obviously, north. And this one goes up, and this one goes down. So you peeked in, and it looked like a similar stairwell. Just instead of going up, it went down. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's go up, I think. I agree. Since we're there and Blueberry's already up. Dandy's not crazy about all the stairs. But should go. Stairs can be dangerous. So are you going up? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you work your way up. You, you know, laboriously climb up the air's still sort of thin has a bit of a 
acidy tone to it, like almost like burned your uh, nostrils a bit. High school um, chemistry lab. Yes, a, a smell like that. <laughs> uh, you go up the 12 flights of stairs, and you reach pretty much where Blueberry had been. Do you keep going up, or? I'm going to send him up. Okay. So you send Blueberry up. He goes up like another, oh, 80 feet or so. And Blueberry sort of stops and reports that looks like something has disrupted. The stairs are missing for like a gap of about, oh, 20, 30 feet. And it looks like one of the wormholes has like cut across through this stairwell up at that point. Is there any way on up to the stairs above? It's rugged. There's like some of the stairs have like partially collapsed. So they're like hanging precariously. Is there uh, a guardrail? There is a guardrail. We could grappling hook. Yeah, I mean, if you did grappling hook, you could practically grappling hook stairs up above you or something and rope up. But it looks like the worm or whatever created these tunnels, one of the worm passages has cut back through this stairwell and torn apart some of the stairs and, uh, you know, made it a little bit of a challenge to get up. But Blueberry reports the stairs continue on above past this gap. Can he go? Is he reached his limit? His as far as um, can go, if you send him off again, he can go up like another hundred, another hundred and twenty feet or so, and then report that the stairs seem to continue on up. Okay. How big of a gap was it for the break in the stairs? He said it sort of the hole sort of came in across the diagonal, so there's about twenty five, thirty feet of disrupted stairs there. Okay. So the stairs come up, and then the metal's just torn apart from where the worm probably came mauling its way through and then that's possibly what caused some of the debris and stuff on the stairs down below and then there's wreckage just in this portion of the tunnel uh and then the stairs begin again about 25 30 feet up so what is our danger if we well, let's hear, fall fly the climb check no i mean we're not plummet to huge. our deaths or we're gonna fall 30 feet back down you'd fall the- like 30 feet into the stairwell back down into the stairwell okay well, you can use Blueberry to tie the rope off. So let's just go to there and quickly tie the rope off and move up. Are you you trying to do your best to actually get him to earn his keep now? <laughs> hey, he's listening now before you just sit there. Called once or twice. Nudie class has spider climb. Couldn't we send somebody up to tie the rope off? Well, let's, I mean, let's just use the bird. He can loop it through. <laughs> All right, you first. Yeah, I don't know if I trust a bird tying a knot for us. <laughs> well, no, he had to tie a knot, but if he, loops, if he loops it through, and he can pull it back down. And then we've got to just loop it That's the thing, right? Uh, I know yeah, he's got one on him. So you're going to loop, like, two ropes together and have Blueberry carry one up and, like, hook it through a handrail or something? Yeah. Is that possible? I don't know. We'll find out. I think it's too, <laughs> too much for the question. bird. I'm standing there with my grappling hook, like, ready to spin it. Send the heaviest person first or the lightest person first. So, <laughs> Blueberry also has super strength on this planet, so. <laughs> He's just going to loop it through. The He's practically rail, a crane. He pulls it back down. And the makes makes it a two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you guys, you guys reach the, the, the debris. Is it a plan then to tie two ropes together and send Blueberry up? We can try it. Yeah, have him loop it through. I stand by with my grappling hook. Okay. Loop it through the handrail and pull it back and it does. Blueberry sort of cocks his head at you, twisted sideways like you're smoking space opium again. 
I stick the rope in his mouth and tell him to fly up there with it. <laughs> it's a democracy here. So Blueberry like tries to get a hold on the rope, starts to fly up, and he starts struggling. You can see it about 10 feet above as the weight of the rope gets heavier on him. He keeps trying to flap up, and <laughs> he gets up. He's struggling. The rope like, dips and sways, and then finally he sort of like dive bombs back down and lands on Baptist's head with the other end of the rope. And then he, he calls and tilts his head. He didn't make it. He, he The rope goes up above. He's looped it through something. Okay. Oh, Lord. Nice tug. It's a worm tentacle. See what he's looped it through? You're not 100% sure. <laughs> well, when we tug on it, what does it do? It seems to hold. <laughs> yeah, sure it does. Who's first? Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my grappling hook hook up anyway. Okay. Because I don't trust this. I don't know if I need. Baptist will start climbing. He trusts it. Okay. They ask if it's secure. So yeah. I say wait. About, I say wait a minute. Yeah. So make a range attack if you're doing grapple. Oh lord! Everyone, get ready to duck like top secret. All right. What is my range plus? You hear a solid clang, you pull on the rope, and it seems at least as sturdy as the one just, Blueberry carried I on. Just, I just dangle on it, like, all right, are we good? All right, we can race now. So we got one rope that's up by Grappling Hook and one rope that's up by Blueberry. <laughs> I just want to watch it. equally secure? I mean, yeah, they, I mean, they both seem to give a solid tug. They don't fall down on you. I just oh. start climbing. How far from the other one are they? Like, how far apart are they? I mean, they? the stairwell's probably only about 10 feet wide, so, I mean, they're within... Does know. it look like they've at least been attached to the same portion of something or somewhat nearby it? Yeah, roughly. Okay. Baptist will use the walls, and as he pulls up, sort of use his feet along the walls if he can. Okay. Uh, make a luck check as you start up. Luck check. Roll under your luck. The blueberry's going to pay. I did not roll under my luck. Okay, so you get about six, seven feet up the rope, and it just pulls free. Some stone pulls off, a, like a piece of a handrail, like that was probably once securely fastened into a wall, slips down and comes clattering down. You don't get hurt or anything, but you do sort of stumble and fall back down to the, the top rail here. It looks like Blueberry did get it pulled through something, but this didn't choose the sturdiest of objects to pull it through. Did my rope stay up? Your rope stayed up, mm. and you are able to... Uh, yeah, your rope is still there. Okay, I will give it a shot. Okay. Is Just it make a, cli- a quick... A, a climb like check it? or a luck check? A uh, strength check for this one. Okay. Not my strong suit. Come on, Pat. You got a rope, and it's not a huge climb. Can he use his climb wall? Hey, look at that. Check. Yeah. Yep. Oh, cl- climb would add plus seven to that roll. So a 26. Okay. Um, oh, is that was Patrice going up? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he could have done a climb check on it. But yeah, he scampers right up the rope, and you reach it, and you see exactly what Blueberry described. More sets of stairwell continuing ahead. The rest of it seems to be in pretty good shape. Okay. I uh, I check the secureness of the grapple and then find a nice place uh, up a waist so I don't, if this thing comes crashing down, I don't go with it. And then I tell everyone it's good. Okay. So you've got a grappling hook set, and then Baptist, were you going to try to climb up just free freehand for 30 feet? Up, up the rope or up the wall? Up the wall. Your choice. Are you crazy? Or you can go up the rope, whichever. Yeah, Baptist will go up the rope. Okay. So you easily make it up the rope, scamper up the rope. Um, Baptist and Patrice give me intelligence checks. Oh, lordy. For a while. Nine. 
19. Baptist, you hear, so this stairwell sort of goes up like this, up and down. This debris section has a tunnel that sort of goes like this, and you hear noise coming from this side. Oh, snap. The uphill side from where yep, right? the uphill side, yep. And it um, sounds like something large moving through the rock. Mm-hmm. How far away can we determine how far away? Um, you probably think it's 80 to 100 feet off. Start climbing. Come on. All of us? Bong throws Mephitis on his back and climbs up. Yeah. Made it. All right. Santon, Santon <laughs> Belagall will... You will did make on. it, but... <laughs> Noonie Klaus is going to prepare to cast Magic Missile. Jeffrey, okay. shouldn't, shouldn't we be using um, D24s? If this is oh, a strength, yeah. oh, strength yeah. bits. Oh, good call. Check. Hey. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. All right, so Belagall is on his way up. He easily makes it. The sound starts to draw closer to the tunnel as you guys get Mephrodis, Bong, Patrice, Dandelion, and... I'm, I'm a little worried about Santh here, guys. We're going to see what happens. That wasn't too bad. He gets the 24, too. Okay. Oh, he had a minus two, though. Yeah, he had a minus two because I'm still spellburnt. Yeah, he makes it up. Sound continues to draw closer. Noonie Klaus is going to tie the rope around his waist. Y'all got to pull him up. Bong pulls him up. Jargon's going to hop onto his, like, chest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave Jargon. So, how do you do a, the roll again? Sorry, I've been using the, the thing. Slash R. Slash, slash R. R okay. And then 1D24. This is uh, Dandy. Ooh. Nah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh damn. It's a pregnancy. Yeah, you may have to yeah. make a save for the baby, oh. too. Oh, no. <laughs> Good thing so, she has feather fall. You guys, yeah. Dandelion... And Jargon are starting up the rope as people see this worm burst through the side. So you sort of have Jargon down here, Dandelion down here, Colgrim down here. I didn't see a roll for him, right, Matt? I'm about to I, roll, I, I roll for him. Yeah, he's up. Oh, is he up? Yeah, he rolled a 17. Okay, Snitch is down. Yeah, Snitch is down currently. And everybody else is up above. So go ahead and roll initiative because you guys knew this was coming. Okay. But you guys are sort of separated a bit. As this worm, and again, the worm has this thick, mottled gray skin with ah, these four yeah. tentacles towards this yeah. big, almost drill-like maw. There we go. Jeffrey, I, I rolled twice because I apparently rolled 1D0 plus 1. Which I like that roll better. I didn't, it didn't yes. give me very good initiative. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we still made it You back. got the most you could get with that roll. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. I didn't max it out. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> impressive. <laughs> It's technically a critical hit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see. We've got Matt, Dustin, Jargon, Patrice and Dandelion, Baptist, and Critters. So, Mephrodis, Bong, and Colgrim, this big worm has burst out from beneath you. The stairs are on shake, but they seem to be pretty well in. It's just the thing has come through with a lot of force, a lot of violence, and you've got part of your party members down below. It has burst out beneath us, like through the wall? What's that? Through the wall beneath us? There was already a hole here. I shouldn't have drawn that. But, yeah, it burst out from this side. Okay. You see it's four tentacles and it's maw, and its tentacles look like they're looking for people to attack. And part of the body is still inside the – I'm pointing at my screen. So part of the body is still in here. How far down <laughs> is it from where we are now? Um, probably like 10 feet. It's probably came out about the halfway point, so it's about 10 feet below you guys, 10 feet above the people that didn't 
get up the rope on that last set? It's safe to say that like the way is obscured by this thing from people from the bottom going up or vice versa. Yeah, I mean, there's some room, but you're pretty sure whoever tried to squeeze by would get viciously attacked. Yeah. So right. if, if Bong were to try to leap down on its head and, like, jab it through the brain case... That would be a reasonable move, yes. Uh, if he fell, he would only be falling, like, from the worm, like, 15 feet, right? Correct. Yeah, the stairwell, you're not going to plummet down this whole shaft. You'd just fall to the stairs below. Okay, Bong does that. He leaps off, like, holds his sword down like a pogo stick, and he's going to try to... Yeah. Playing like he's falling on the saddle of this thing. Okay. Yeah. So right remember the, the brain. Remember the increased attack roll and your D die stays the same, but Ooh. Nice. That's what we're talking about. And jab it and hit with a twenty nine roll. With my increased So you jump from the steps, you land on top of the worm, just back behind the tentacles. And do 16 damage with the first attack. Hell yeah. Bong wants to go ahead and make his second attack. Now, the second attack is rolled at a D14. Will I go up to a D16 being on this yeah, environment? Yeah, that's, yeah, because of the, the, you guys seem to be a little stronger on this planet than... Okay, and I'm just going to, I want to again try to stab it through the brain, hopefully, if it has a brain, and uh, try to stop it quickly. So I had 13 total before... And that is another hit. All right. Mm, Fourteen damage. Damn. And the the worm is still alive. It's mad. It's like starting to buck and try to get you off of there. It's unsuccessful. Your roll was well enough to keep you from getting bucked off at the moment. But you've done some damage to it. It's still alive and it's almost starting to thrash about. Mephrodis is going to move further up the stairs. And Colgrim is going to do something. Ah, he's two foot down, too. He has no ranged weapons. He dropped an elbow on that thing. Okay, yeah, he'll do that. (laughs) 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 Here's the Randy Savage elbow. The people's elbow Uh, on it. Oh, He hits the deed with the 15 total. So what was he doing? He was coming off with his longsword, like an elbow, <laughs> but not quite an elbow. So did he jump? Yeah, he's going to try to land on it as well. So in the thrashing, um, Colgrim, like, mistimes it and, like, bounces off the front, bangs into the side of the stairwell, and falls to the steps below. Okay. But, and uh, takes... Can I feather fall him? Can you do others? You could try, yeah. I thought that was like a always in your back pocket. Yeah, I think it is. Come on, sec. Gonna fall page one forty. Yep, got it right here. Casting time instantaneous. Yep. As All long right. as you can do someone else. Uh, you got to get to avoid, so. Yep, or another person's no. rate. So go for it. No. Eighteen. Okay. I got to get to an eighteen. I'm going to Spellburn 2 off my... I'll take it off my um, Agility and stan, uh, Stanima. Okay. All right, so I'm at plus 2 for that, plus 3 for my level, plus 1 for my int, so plus 6, right? Yes. Boom. Oh, my God. Anyway, 
Sorry about that. Lost. No, no problem. Lost, failure, worse. So. No, I'm sorry. Lost, failure. Yeah. <laughs> so, lose a spell. You do not arrest Colgrim's fall as he bangs into the worm, bangs into the side, and lands awkwardly on the stairwell below where Jargon and uh, Dandelion are. Takes six points of damage from the fall. And Mephrodis was moving up the stairs still. Yeah, trying to stay out of... Um, Santh and Belagall. All right, Belagall is going <clears> to <throat> do this leap onto this thing's back and attack thing. Um, <laughs> but, but with my deed die, what I want to do is like slide down the rope towards okay. it. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so rope basically, you use my deed die to like steady myself as I go down. Okay. Yeah, Tarzan it. Or maybe I should just say I want to do that because I guess if I don't hit my deed die, then it's like <laughs> I die. I'll let you be the you judge. You have of that. one hit point. I got ten. Uh, he got healed oh. back up. <laughs> yeah, no. If he had one hit point, he'd be climbing up the stairs. But fortune favors the bold. That's sixteen. Okay, you miss your deed die, but I you do. do manage to to hit. You know, there. So I, I guess you reach the creature. On your descent down the rope. All right. Got a hefty little hit there for the little dwarf. Definitely not bad. Seven, seven points of damage. Yeah, seven points of damage. Knock out a tooth. Starting to be a crowd of people on top of this worm. <laughs> I say you are, Kelly. Not. Um, and then Santh. Ooh. Santh is going to hold his action for the moment. Okay. And then that takes us to Jargon, who's down below the worm. Yep. All right. And so, you just watch Colgrim bounce down the stairwell and, like, crunch next to you. He kind of giggles a little bit, but he, um... It was a controlled fall. <laughs> he uses his uh, short bow. Okay. He's going to shoot up at the, um, worm. Okay. I'm guessing it's, like, his belly kind of looking thing. Yeah. Like, kind of facing yep. us. Yep. All right. So he's going to do that. He's going to shoot off. Uh, 19. You hit the worm. Arrow goes flying into the flesh. Three points of damage. And three points of damage. Still and up, and the worm's getting mad. Snitch. Um, would Snitch be able to possibly try to climb the rope and stab at the gut of this thing, or no? It'd probably take him a whole round to climb, but then you could be up next to him for next round. You want me to do a strength check to see if he can actually climb yep. and steady himself? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He gets d d24. That's a d20 still, right? Or is that a d24? That's a d24 for the strength check. Well, he makes it. Okay. So he'll be so he's up, Yep. In wait. Yep, he's up close. He'll be able to attack next round. Cool. And Patrician Dandelion. Big right. old worm. Okay, uh, she is going to cast Enlarge on Bong. Oh, dear. Hang on, worm. <laughs> <laughs> Once you go worm, that's what you'll yearn. <laughs> Let me get my page. got it bookmarked with my uh, handy-dandy bookmark. 16. Oh, I had spiderweb bookmarked. How's my spiderweb? Hold on a second. You rolled a 16? Yep. Plus one. I increased my size by 25%. Plus one bonus attacks, damage, and AC. Uh, Due to greater size and strength. Oh, greater power. The caster is allowed to roll twice for any... This is my mercurial, but there's no random effect once you roll. So So anyway, greater power really doesn't apply to that. And then he is going to shoot his bow. Uh, hit, I assume. Hit. Yes. That's one to hit. Uh, five points damage. Okay. And it is still 
thrashing about, getting angry, multiple scars and wounds and things like that. And that takes us to Baptist and Noonie Klaus. Baptist is going to climb down the rope, try to get close to the the worm to stab it. Okay. <laughs> you hit. And you sort of had to slide down the rope a bit to, to pull that off. So it was about 10 feet below you, but you're easily able to do so. It's like your hand in hand with Dexter Self. Belagall. Four. Okay. It is still thrashing about. Noonie uh, Klaus is going to hold his action. Okay. You're at the end of the round, aren't you? Oh, that's true. No way to win. Yeah, you are at the end. Blast this thing with a missile. Yeah, I'd really hate to lose it. You can always spell burn to get it back. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, Noonie Klaus is just going to move up the stairwell with Mephitis. Y'all got this. Yeah, we got it. Okay. So the worm is up, and it thrashes about and sort of rears its head up to to try to get Baptist on the rope with one of its attacks. Bong punches it in the face to make it stop. <laughs> and one tentacle hits uh, Baptist for two points of damage, but okay. this tentacle wraps around you, and it has you securely in its grasp. Oh, it's got me. And the... Other one goes for Sam, and I assume both those miss elevens are misses. Yes. Okay. So one tentacle's wrapped around Baptist, did a little bit of damage, and it's holding him securely as it comes back to Bong, who is on the guy's back. Mephitis who's moving up, and Colgrim who fell. And I got a plus two. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> For my deed, Bong is going to attempt to, when he brings his, he's going to grasp tightly with his left hand, with the sword in his right hand. He's going to try to swing towards the snout of the beast and then on the, in the process sever the tentacle that is holding Baptist. Don't forget your enlarge. Yeah, I got it. That's a okay. plus two, right? Yes. All right. <laughs> That's a crit. Wait, no. with the well, that would be increased dice. Yeah. But it does hit the deed, so I sever It does the, hit the deed. Sever the tentacle. And you severed the one holding Baptist? Yes. Okay. Plus 13. 15 damage with that hit. It, it, and with that blow, you sever the tentacle, and the worm begins to collapse. <laughs> Ball yeah. rides it down into the abyss. Or onto Jargon and Dandelion. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Colgrim and... That's yeah. Write it down like, uh, what's yeah. the movie? Yeah. Is it, is it oh, collapsing? Dr. Strangelove. It's collapsing somewhat slowly, so take a reflex saves for those below the worm to see if you can dodge out of the way and give yourself a <clears throat> plus three on those because it, it's sort of like slipping out of the hole and falling down. It's not like an immediate just bam. It's So you want to, you mean like our, our reflex bonus plus three? Correct. So D20 plus your reflex bonus plus an additional three. Same okay. for the guys on the worm as well? Oh yeah, the same for the guys on the worm. Okay, what do we need? What's our target? Uh, a, a uh, 12. So this, this first one is Snitch. He makes it. Okay, makes it. Dandelion made it. I'm sorry, I missed what we're rolling That was Belagall. Did not get crushed by Dead Worm. And then this is uh, Jargon here. Belagall had a 15. So does Jargon want to spend luck? Or Jargon's going to burn one luck, bringing that up to a 13. So Jargon, last minute, smashes up against the wall to, to miss this <clears> worm. 
And <clears throat> Bong and Belagar already go. Bong had a sixteen. Okay. Yeah, Belagar had need a to roll. Uh, he was more on the rope than anything, so I think he's probably cool. There's right. only the ones directly on it. So the worm sort of tumbles and like you hear its weight hit the stairs below, pushing on them, and it's unmoving. The rest of you that are down below are able to scale up the worm and taking your time, able to make it up the rope and get up with the others. <clears throat> okay. Hey. What kind of and you've got more flights of stairs ahead uh, above you. I send Blueberry on up. Okay. You send Blueberry on up, and the stairs, he's able to fly up about 120 feet, and the stairs continue to stretch above that much. Anything different? Nothing different. There's no, this time there's a little bit less debris. Uh, stairs seem to be in good shape. Nothing much different than before. Man, how far down were we? We were a ways down. We were a couple Yeah, you guys were pretty feet. far down. Because when you guys had a hard time seeing up to the cliff top from the cave. Yeah, I kind of imagine my head was like 70 feet. But this is... 70 feet? <laughs> it was like a thousand. <laughs> I did not do a good job uh, depicting that. Hey, I could have been drunk at the time. I may not remember. Uh, I mean, I guess we kind of keep pushing on, right? Yeah. Keep yeah, let's go on. Okay. Go so on. you guys push on, and you finally come, after about 400 feet total, including that little 30-foot gap, you end up coming up the staircase into what appears to be a room or chamber of some sort. I'll hold it. I don't like that color. Let me fix the color. Clear. Me too. It's very, it's very hedged to use that color after Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was before Labor Day. <laughs> Shit. It's better than him wearing or using white. My God, you wouldn't be able to see anything. <laughs> so you find yourselves in about a crap. One more time, so I can get the right size. In about a twenty by twenty room. Maybe. In about a 20 by 20 room. Stairs come up into it. And I went back to the wrong color again. Damn it. It's fine. Um, it's fine. I like So it. the stairs come up, metal stairs, and you come into what looks to be about a 20 by 20 room. Uh, there is a door over this way. And this looks, the, the structure of the room looks to be some sort of lead, metalish looking structure, not stone, uh, sort of a uh, somewhat foreign looking building to you guys. Um, it looks like there's actually like dents and pock marks uh, in the sides of this this room. Uh-oh. There's nothing else in it save for the stairs that came up into it and then a door leading. So there's a lead room with pock marks all on the inside. Uh, it looks like they came from the outside in, like something has oh, like it's been banged been into it. Like it's, yeah, yes, like it's been barrage type thing. Uh, I guess check the door for traps. Are there any kind of markings or anything in here other than the pot marks from the outside where things have been hitting it? No. Plain. Do the stairs keep going up? No, the stairs stop here. Does it appear to be lead to keep like magic from getting it's more like in? lead colored than anything? Okay, okay. Grayish colored, gray, lead gray colored, something like that. Right. More so than lead being the actual material. Okay. Snooch is going to check it for traps. Okay, go ahead and make a roll. This will check as well. Oh, shoot, sorry. That was not a melee attack. I'm dumb. <laughs> well, it depends. You could have been attacking the door. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. Okay. I'm glad this is 17. Well, let's check. 12. You, you do not find any traps. 
I wouldn't imagine it was locked, would it be? It is not locked. Yeah. Do, you do you hear anything through the door? Uh, make a intelligence check for listening. Wow. You, <laughs> you do not hear anything outside the door. Okay. Open it up. And as you um, open it up, there's this... You, you're outside. You're probably on top of the cliff, on top of some sort of plateau of some sort. And the air is this hazy purple sky. The There's an acidic nature to the air. It's still light feeling. You guys still feel strong in this air, like in this atmosphere. You, you guys are, are strong. But there's this... Again, this permeating acidic feeling in the atmosphere. Would and just recognize the element that's... I don't know if it's consequential. Or it may not matter at all. But. Uh, not really. You can't quite recognize the element other than just some sort of acidic thing in the air. Uh, it's cool. Even though the sun is out trying to shine through this haze, it's still sort of chilly uh, in the 50s. Um, there's sort of a smoke hanging over and that you recognize as sort of a standard smoke uh over across the way you see a building over this way see a building over this way this one over here that last one i just drew looks to be in very poor shape uh looks like the walls have sort of been battered in there's smoke pouring from it uh it looks like it's practically destroyed you see a very large looking building over there and a very large looking building over here and you see what looks to be some sort of tower like like a spindly tower up here on the northern side um that stands tall so <coughs> this building here is pretty much smoldering and nearly ruined it'd be more like sifting through rubble to go check it out this building over here looks like it's seen damage. There's parts of the roof that are missing. It looks like it's got these blackened scorch marks and things on it, like it's been recently under some sort of barrage or something like that. But it's it, the walls are still up. It, it could be potentially explorable. This large building over here has also been more or less obliterated. It's collapsed. It sort of had this domed ceiling to it, but it's all collapsed and there's it's smoldering and uh, it, you know rough shape. The one up to the north is a similar-looking building in appearance to the, to this one, except the one to the north is in better shape. It still has seen signs of a battle. Sections of the roof are missing. There's holes in the wall, uh, but it, it's still a, a structure. And this watchtower stands taller than anything else. It's about 60 feet tall, and it's sort of got – it looks like a watchtower. It's got sort of a little – you know, small square that leads up to a larger room watchtower that's probably on top. It's hard to see exactly what's going on over that way through the buildings and stuff. Are there any bodies or carcasses? There are bodies laying about, and it's a mixture of these uh, two-paired arm uh, greenish-looking bodies and some that appear um, more like a normal human-type body. Okay. Yes. Um... Pat's gonna go scrounge around and look for uh, some of the maybe weaponry or. Is is there an indication to like building style? I mean, yeah. like, does it look like any one of these corpses kind of belongs to the style of building? Like, is there a crest or an insignia that might match or something to that effect? Um, the buildings look somewhat 
temporary. They they remind you of like encampments, like that maybe someone laying siege to a city, you know, back on your world might have. Except it's made out of different materials and more advanced construction to be able to build such large things on probably relatively short notice. Uh, that last building is similar to this rough shape. It's got the a dome roof. It sort of looks like a large hangar. Hmm. Think of it that way. Which is the same thing that this one over here looks like. It's sort of like a large hangar of some sort, except it's obliterated versus the one to the north that's a little more structurally sound. A common color scheme or something like that? Um, Four-armed-looking dudes have the same color as a tavern we might find or a burning flag of some sort? The buildings are all metal and do not necessarily have any identifying insignias. Judging from what you saw transpiring, you would guess, though, that the more human-like race probably commandeered this these buildings and were under attack from the other folks. Okay. Is what you would guess. Gotcha. All right. I was going to... Uh, yeah. And you would think one of the ships you saw flying could have fit in one of these larger hangar-type... Like hangar-look things. Yes. Okay. Does, uh, does Belagol smell any gold? No. Let's talk, about, let's, let's talk about what's important here. Are there any signs of the creatures still in the sky? You see some bodies about. You can't get a clear view of everything because you guys are sort of standing here at the doorway. So you only, you know, you have this building. It sort of blocks the view to some of the other stuff. So there is not a massive war waging out there right now. Uh, so if there's people here, it's probably not in mass numbers. How close well, is going to close the corner? Sorry. Closest, closest body is probably over this way. And over this way, there is a Dior's. We should run out and grab one of those bodies and bring it back over to here. Take a look at it real quick. I think it's safe. Ball will just walk out. So well, black then. lines are being the doors. Doors. Is there anything to back to the uh, the west side? No. When you if Baptist sort of sneaks around the corner and peeks back, he does not see anything back that way. Where's the cliff face? Yeah, I was about to ask that. Cliff face drops off, like off this direction. Oh, okay. Oh, I was thinking it was going to be like to the south. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Can we see our cave? <laughs> Are sweet. you going to go peek over the edge? Sure. <laughs> Who's going one? Ball. Okay. So Bong goes across, looks over, and he peeks over, and he really can't see anything. You're guessing you came 400 feet up, so it's hard to see on the cliff face just what's a natural indentation and what actually leads into a cave. Okay. But you suspect you are, you know, within... I don't know, 500 yards of uh, where the cave would have been, maybe, by just okay. looking out over the horizon and seeing, comparing what you see there with spatial representation to what you saw out of the cave mouth. Uh, You're guessing within 500 yards of where the cave What sort of weaponry was. were those with the alien soldiers toting? What was that part? What kind of weaponry would the, the uh, alien soldiers be? The aliens get... You saw some energy uh, weapons go, though they seemed like a lot of them were mounted on the flying beasts themselves. You're not sure what the aliens themselves carried. I mean, I figured as I walked over there, I would see some of the bodies or whatever. Um, it looks like some of the stuff has been scavenged or cleaned up from some of the bodies. The 
bodies over here. So, like, if you walk by this way, several of the bodies over here are more of the human race or the human-like creatures. And they look to be just shy of about six feet tall. They do actually have a faint blue-tinged skin. They, The bodies you see has a sword with them, a dagger of some sort with them, and you see laying from an outstretched hand what looks to be some sort of... You've seen the the pistols before and some of the other thing, places you've been, like the glacier, uh, but it's been like cracked, like snapped in half. Okay. Baptist is going to investigate those corpses to see how edible they may be. <laughs> um... Well, you find human ones, and you do see uh, one or two of the uh, more alien ones, and those have the the two pairs of arms. They stand nearly about six and a half feet tall, has bone necklaces on, like made out of bone. Uh, This one has no weapons with it, um, and it's a dark green. Um, You're guessing maybe either of them could be editable. Yeah, Methodist suggests that that Baptists eat one of the green ones. We may not want to offend our hopeful allies. The, the bone, the bone necklaces, do those look like the bones look like they would come from the humanoid people, or are they? Some of the bones are big enough for that, and others are smaller, like uh, mid-sized game, things like that. But some of the bones are decent-sized uh, and potentially could have come from a human figure, but others don't seem so human-like after all. So it seems to be a mixture. Baptist will take the necklace. Okay. And I don't think I'm, I don't think he's gonna eat one. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten things before that I've regretted. I think uh, Jargon and Snitch are gonna kind of check out this building, see if this door is locked, and kind of peek in if they can. Okay. Uh, so the door's been sort of blown off its hinges, so it's oh. certainly not locked. That makes it easy. Check for traps. Uh, yeah, check for traps on a non-existent door. <laughs> and inside, you see what look to be almost like a, a, a barracks of some sort. There's beds with, like, trunks at the foot. Uh, and most of them, it looks like it's been ransacked just looking in from the outside. You see trunks that have, like, been flipped upside down and turned out. Uh, the bedding's been pulled off the beds. Several of them are knocked over, whether from damage from, you know, energy weapon fire or something else you don't know for sure. Uh, but it looks like it was probably some sort of living quarters. Okay. Uh, we don't see anybody that would possibly be alive in the next place, I assume. You do not see anybody that's alive. Okay. Vaughn will approach over the with the rest of the group as they're coming out and suggest that maybe we want to go up in the watchtower first and see what we can see before we investigate too much. Is there a ground door to the watchtower, or is it we just can't see that far yet? You can't see that far yet because the hangars are blocking the view. Okay. But, I mean, it's easily able to get up that way if someone wants to go look to see what's around the watchtower. Uh, yeah, we'll slink around. I mean, I think Jargon and Snitch, will, if they go over that direction, they're going to kind of go the... Uh, cliff side of things in between the building and the cliff. Okay. Do that. So, and we still haven't seen any, any live. Not You've yet. not seen so any far. live anything yet. Okay. It looks like this is just a, it looks like a base where a couple of those large ships were stored and it looks like it's been just obliterated in a barrage of weaponry, but you don't see any ships currently uh, and you don't see any signs of life just yet. 
So Jargon, or whoever's sneaking around that way, go ahead and make stealth checks. Move silently checks or whatever. Uh, let's see what we got here. That was Jargon. Terrible. Oh. Nice. He's not very stealthy. Though, is he? And then Snitch is... Uh, where is he? There he is. 16. Okay. Uh, Snitch looks a little annoyed at Jargon, who must have tripped on some piece of debris that's laying out in the cliffside there. And as you guys get to, oh, right about here, oh, wow, that was a horrid color. (laughs) Right about here, you see one of those large flying creatures Uh on the ground seemingly resting. We're going to stop in our tracks, backtrack, and tell the group. Okay. Long ask where its location is. Jargon's going to tell him exactly where it is. He'll say he's right by the spirally watchtower. Is he by the entrance of the watchtower? Yeah, right? he's sort of like down at the base of the watchtower. Okay. We'll tell him he's at the base, the south base of the watchtower. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just right on the other side of the obliterated hangar that we see right here. So you want to approach this way and go around and see if we can, like, sneak up on the thing? Well, he's yeah. resting, so, like, we could probably have it where we, if we wanted to kind of flank, have some go around one side, some go around the other, that might work. About we should backstabs in. Bong asked about how many people you could transport. How many could the flying thing transfer for? Right. Could it carry the whole party? No. It's got a, a saddle on it for two. Two. All right. I think uh, the thieves should sneak up on it and backstab, try to get a backstab in before we attack it. I like it. Okay. Well, it probably has a rider, at least two, somewhere inside. Probably up, probably up in that watchtower. And they're probably a little more dangerous than it is, I would think. I would guess so, but if we can keep them from getting on this thing and having right. access to yeah. a mounted weapon, That's and true. if it sees us, it's gonna it's gonna alert. All right, do we sure. have, what kind of ranged weapons do we have? Colgrim has nothing. Jargon's got a short bow. Couple of crossbows. Uh, bows over here. We got anything in the bag of holding? Mm. Oh God, we got a lot of stuff in the bag of holding. Yeah, I mean nothing. Got a grappling hook. Couple dead guys. We could we could hook the dudes <laughs> on the grappling hook <laughs> and try to use it to fish this. I don't know. I think we should just shoot it. Yeah. Whatever we whatever we do, we need to hit it fast. Does this thing look kind of bug like? Is that is it like an exoskeleton type of a thing? No, or? a little more pterodactyl like. Just except it's got two sets of wings, got a massive uh, mouth. Does it look like the thing that we thing. fought? No. You, the, what you fought's been like a worm. No, no, no. In Amerikal's Tower. That oh, it looks like an oversized one of those to degree, yes. But it has like four wings or something? Four wings. So it looks like maybe a mutated version of one of those, a slightly different version of one of those. But okay. yeah, a larger pterodactyl. It's got a saddle. Uh, large beak. Claws. We get on great with those things. Let's just go up and pet it. Jeffrey? Yes, sir? So how does the spell binding work? 
in that it's supposed to bind outsiders who are not native to my native plane. But I'm not on my native plane. You're so on it, your plane. You're just on a different planet. Okay. And you're still in the same plane. So would this creature not then be considered an outsider? Correct. Okay. Word. Now, if you see that black stallion breathing fire, you got a shot. Where is that thing? <laughs> Last you saw it was flying off with Leotard. <laughs> off into the distance and then doing a barrel roll shortly thereafter. I hope it lubed under some bridges a couple times and smacked her face against the underside of a bridge. We can only be so lucky. How many shots can we get off? How many ranged weapons do we have total? I've got uh, two. Right. If, long, if you can get short bow here. If, yeah, Bell, if, Bell can throw an axe. Bong will give his longbow to Colgrim. Snitch can toss say, a dagger. If you give him like. If y'all want to come around from the south side over here for the ranged attacks, if you give Bong, like, give him a, I don't know, a 20-second head start before you start shooting, and then he'll come around and try to attack it while it's distracted. Uh, we've got a heavy crossbow in the bag of holding, too. <clears throat> yeah, that thing out. Wield that, though. Who can? Belagal can wield it. Okay. He won't be as, as good with it as an axe, but he can certainly fire it. Well, what we're going to need to do, though, is make sure that Bong is kind of like out of our line of sight trying to keep this thing's attention so that our chances of hitting him are, I guess, reduced. Now, Bong walked to the cliff's edge there. Did the thing not notice him, or did he not notice it when he did? You were off in a distance. You didn't see it. It was in the shadows of the watchtower. Okay. So it, you couldn't really t- see it because of the haze. This, this, the, the, this saddle and everything it's got on, does it show any signs of damage? It's a worn leather saddle. Uh, it, the beast does not look dead or wounded, if that's what you're going but, for. So it doesn't like his riders may have gotten shot off? No, no. Nope. Okay. It was intentionally left there. I say we go Leroy Jenkins on this thing. Let's charge us to it. <laughs> They're going to sing at the cross the field. <laughs> wait, like, wait. Oh. I mean, I, I kind of like the idea of uh, Bong trying to go in and grab it. Yeah, that's, that's, that sounds like a... Yeah, y'all so, give it a volley by surprise, and when it turns around to see what's going on, hopefully bomb. If firing at it doesn't work after a while, or if it just like knocks him down, but he's not dropping enough, some melees can jump in and start yeah. taking him out. We'll just kind of get back in range on him. Yeah, if anybody wants to go melee, let's sneak around with bomb. Yeah, How, can we? Mm, I would say snitch would probably do like a sneak to try to get right up behind it and backstab on it if it could. But that's so like I don't. He only has a dagger for throwing, so. So Stitch will go with Bong. Anybody yeah. else going with Bong? Colgrim would, be, would be better in hand-to-hand. Than it's true. I'm just thinking, like, if Snitch could get a couple good cheap shots in and then fucking, nope, sorry, back out, then, uh, <laughs> tis the season, then, uh, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be good just to try to get more damage because, like, his, his dagger's only at a, a one die four minus one for damage if he even Yeah, hits. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Sounds like a plan. So we're giving you guys 20, 30 breaths, and then we're letting loose. That's the plan? Yeah, that would be the best, I think. And so who's sneaking towards the thing? Sneaking? Sprinting, you mean? Oh, you got to sprint. But you guys are going around the other side yeah, of the hangar, go, right? go here. Yeah, they're going outside, right? When the arrows start hitting, hopefully it'll be to turn that way, and so when we come around the other corner, it'll be surprised again. So hopefully we get two surprise rounds. Yeah, so yeah that's what I'm saying. How far away is it for the ranged group? It looks like maybe 30 feet. 
Okay. Yeah, it's not horribly far. Okay. Right, Danny's gonna ho- ha- try to cast sleep on it. Yeah, it's nice. Wield something. Where? Grab a bow or a crossbow. Do you do you, do you want initiative, Jeffrey? <laughs> um. Trying to us. I mean, we're wait, wait. All so to you're gonna have a group like here at this corner of the building, <laughs> and a group here at this corner of the building, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I thought is that was, what you were thinking, Matt. I thought it was this corner. Right, was, that's what I thought too. And like you'd have them, yeah. The like arrows come from over here on the south. We can't. I mean, you gotta. East. We can't shoot him from there. He's no, right here by the. He's the red dot. Right? He's the red dot. Oh, yeah. Right. I was thinking it was the, what's the yellow dot? That's, no, that's, that's where, where I found him. Yeah, that's, that's where Jargon was when oh, okay, okay. found him. When we saw him. All right, well, that's what I've been gauging. Like, the way that it, course. the only way that it would work if we were to be, like, if range were to be down here is if you were, like, just on the other corner of this building and had his head engaged with his body off to the side. So, like, we may have to just do that, get up on each corner of it, but have you guys yeah, get there. Yeah, I think, first. why don't we put the range guys over here then? I, and then the I agree. Come up with okay, that. that's fine. Okay, that works. It's shorter. (laughs) (laughs) And then we just fire at it. 8.8 feet. So that's range guys there, right? Yes. It's still not terrible, though. That's pretty easy. All right, cool. Dandy will turn up with the ranged people and try to cast sleep on it before the the, the melee guys get there. Okay. Um, We're going to get detected. So, as you guys start to get into place, it does seem to notice movement and people showing up. So, you guys are going to reach your positions, but instead of getting the surprise, it's going. we're going to do an initiative roll. Okay. Okay. So, go ahead and roll all normal that, initiative. Yeah, all all that planning. Yeah, I can't believe you did that too. For nothing. Well, you guys weren't... I mean, you guys want to all try to beat the 21? You can. 21? Hey, I did. I got a 21. So that was just whether it was going to detect you guys. My oh. initiative roll was lower. So we all get to go first anyway, pretty much, except for Dandy. Except for Dandy. Who needs to go first? <laughs> oh, well, I'll hold off. If anyone comes out of the door, I'll sleep them. There you there go. You go. Yeah, that's a good way to go. You just sleep us all. You know, We could use the rest. <laughs> Do we get one hit point while we sleep? <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. I went to sleep and I woke up feeling rejuvenated. Okay, Santh and Belagar are up first. All right. And you all reached the positions you wanted. It just has started to stir. Seems to have realized, it heard something. It's inquisitive now. Is it focusing on anything in particular? Not yet. It's more like it's heard something and what's that? Does a nine hit it with a crossbow? It does not. How about... Ooh, Santh crits it with a sling. Man. That's what I'm talking about. It's like David and Goliath right there. Man, that is... Mm. So, let's see what... Roll an eight on the crit table. Let me find my crit table here. Crit table three. It's a lot better than rolling on the disapproval table, which is where I normally am. Blow Karam's off skull, deafening foe for 1d6 days, inflict an additional 1d6 damage with the strike. Man, he's gonna be be deaf. Better than we planned. Uh, So 1d6 plus. It won't be casting spells after all. So it does seven damage to it, and it is deaf for two days. Okay, that's a mighty hit. 
Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Not one hell of a slingshot. I didn't even know Sant had a sling. That's right. <laughs> you got any where'd that come from? It keeps bongs codpiece. It keeps his it's his underwear. The sling figured prominently in uh the Carnifex adventure. Yeah, I haven't used it very much since I got the Falks, but so that's it for our guys. Belagall missed that first shot. With oh yeah, the that's right. Crossbow. Um, Mephrodis Bong and Colgrim. All right. Mephrodis lets loose with, uh, I guess, Bong's longbow. Of course, he has a huge penalty. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. I mean, let's be, let's be honest. Lots of people have let loose with Bong's longbow. <laughs> That is a miss. The things that go on in the gym, right? (laughs) Here, can you hold this for me? (laughs) Man, that spell burns a bitch. We're all like down on on this stuff. That I'm assuming any negative number I see is due to spell burn when it comes from a wizard. I think I should have rolled a minus three, which wouldn't have mattered. We could use some town time. Yeah. Town time. Unfortunately, we, there's no rest for us ever. <laughs> no rest for the wicked, baby. <laughs> That's true. All right, Bong is going to charge it. Does he get a bonus for the charge? Uh, yeah, I'll give him a plus one on the charge. Plus one? Is he still enlarged? Is it still within a turn of when he was enlarged before? How long is he enlarged? I'm guessing no, because he still had to go turn. up another 200 feet of Yeah, that would steps. be over by now. Okay. And then... Plus five, plus six, plus one, D seven. He is going to try, when he runs up to attack it, he's going to try to attack the wings in particular, hopefully ground it. No, that doesn't sound like what I want to do. Uh... Bong is going to charge it, and he is going to. Are we? Yeah, he's he's going to kill it. Uh, he's going for like a vital spot. He's going to try to like swing around and like go for the neck. Decapitate it, yeah. yeah he's go, go for the, for the neck. neck. Hopefully, open up a, a bleeding wound if nothing else. And here he goes. He has a twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You hit. That joke. Plus twelve. He does sixteen with the first attack. Okay. You see blood gush out of apparently some sort of artery or vein. He attacks again with the with a long sword, doing the trying to do the exact same thing. And he hits with the nineteen, hopefully. Okay. Yep, that hits. And with a second attack, he does. Was 14 damage with the second attack. Okay. It still seems alive, but it's bleeding very heavily. It looks like it will be a wound that continues to bleed. Colgrim follows his captain right into battle. Okay. He comes up and he tries to, like, uh, he's going to try to cripple it. He comes up and tries to hit one of the legs. Okay. So that hopefully it can't walk. And he misses the deed, has a 16 total. I'm sorry, he hits the deed. Yeah, he hits the deed. Uh, and that hits as well. Okay. And he does eight damage with the attack. Okay. This thing's looking pretty rough. It's sort of like letting out this groaning whine sound. And that takes us to Jargon and Snish. 
All right, so Jorgen's going to start out by, um, <laughs> sorry, uh, <laughs> Jorgen's going to start out by shooting his, uh, short bow. Do we have any, we have anybody in, in, uh, melee range, do we, or no? Yeah, there's melee range, so go ahead and take a shot. Oh, crap. <clears throat> Uh, so that would be what's the penalty on that then? Nothing unless you miss. Oh, just, okay. Yeah. Well, he's just gonna take a shot at it, I guess. Yeah, that's what I would do. Uh, oh, what am I doing? Thirteen. And it is a miss. Ooh. So fifty-fifty shot of having to target one of your friends. You want low or high? Um. <laughs> low. Okay. So if it's low, you're good. If it's high, we get to make an attack roll against Bong. Okay. Well done. So you miss, but you do not... It's far, far away from Bong. Cool. And Snitch is how far away from this thing right about now? Uh, probably still about 30 feet. He's with the melee group, right? Oh, did he go with the melee group? He was with the melee group. Oh, okay, then he's right up there. Okay. He could probably get in the backstab range? Yep. This thing uh, doesn't know where stuff's coming from at this point Ooh. in time. Uh, Kill it, Snitch. Yeah, I gotta find him now. There he is. 25 to hit. That does hit. Quite handily. Or two damage. Okay, but backstab gets you a crit too, so. Oh, that's right. Uh, find his crit die. It's a die 12. Ooh. There you go. Nice. Man, that could be pretty cool. 12 on the crit table, and it is. Ooh. Fine crit table too, yeah. Savage Strike. Must succeed, uh, succeed a fort save DC go. 10 plus PC level or faint from the pain. Nice. Um, a fort save, you said? Fort save. So I. Whoa! Nice. It faints. It actually dies. Do you get extra damage on this? Uh, no, there was no extra oh, okay. damage. Just a faint. Well, it faints, and it's one hit point away from dying, so. Okay. We heal it. We I think it's safe to it. say we're probably going to kill this thing. Stab yeah. it real quick, Bong. Yeah, we, Shoot. Ki- we kill it. Yeah. Yes, finish it off. Is there a door to that tower? There is. Now that you're up close, you see the door is... Badness wants to move to that door. Yeah, let's let's keep it going. Let's just, like... Because if, if there's anybody in there, if the riders are in there, they know about. Surely they heard something, so let's, uh... Let's the just charge, right let's, let's charge in and keep going. So you're going to charge into the door? Yeah. How tall is the uh, tower? There's a front roll of it. 60 feet. Yeah, Bavis will kick the door open. Okay. (laughs) Door goes smashing open. A spiral stairs wind up around the outside of these walls up about, oh, 50 feet. And then comes up. Looking up, you see what looks to be a trap door overhead. Is it wood or metal? Metal. Up we go, man. Lead the way, Bong. Charge up there. Throw a fireball up there first. It's metal. The, the trap door is closed. Trap door is closed. It's open now. So <laughs> the stairs wind up, get to a spot where there's a door overhead of the stairs. Uh, we doing a check for trap click or no? I don't think there's traps. No, let's just go. Yeah, Tar- mm-hmm. Marcus would have set it off if it, if there was a trap. <laughs> All right. We're up there. We're going up. Okay. So you go up, you charge up, and you guys reach the top of the steps, and there's a closed trap door over top of you. Long throws it open. It seems to be either jammed or blocked with something. Bong uses his superhuman strength to throw it open. Okay, make a strength check. No, he is not. Am I rolling a d24? Yes, you are. 
19 to push the door open. Okay, you push and you actually, you think there's probably one of those like lock bars slid across it and you think <laughs> you can feel the, the, the clasp on the other side give way and the door bursts open into the, into the tower. And however, above you is one of these two-armed green alien creatures and they strike downwards with a sword towards Bong's head as the door goes flying open. They were just waiting on us? They were waiting on you. What a bunch of idiots. Dang. Oh, but he missed in the excitement. He missed, that's right. But the other one does the same. There's an 11 hit Bong. He's armored now, right? Yes, he misses. Doesn't need an AC of 10 right now? Alright, um... So I don't have my dinosaur armor? I, I don't remember you saying you put it on. I but probably didn't, but, you know. I could have swore you did. I don't want armor. That's for sissies. Yeah, Bong almost never wears armor. So you get hit with this sword for eight points of damage? Ah, Bong laughs. <laughs> he just giggles. That tickles. And let's go ahead and roll initiative. Jeez. What the heck did I type in? Plus two. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's that's pretty accurate, Dustin. Yeah, I think that I, I just happened to see that in my Google Plus feed, and I was like, that's kind of perfect. That's perfect, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening. That's Bong doing more awesome stuff. Here, I'll send you guys a link to that in the chat. Oh, is that the blog? Yeah. Nice. Okay, so I got me... That's actually pretty good, man. Adam. I'm impressed. Dustin, Aaron, and Kelly. Okay, so the critters get to go again. And they slam down with a sword again on Bong. 12 hits. Yeah. That misses. So one hits with a sword for 9 damage. And then they punch at you, too. For... And one of the punches lands for another three damage. So there's two of these creatures up there. They got two arms, uh, swords. They've been bashing atop Bong, and it is now Bong, Mephrodis' and Colgrim's turn. I'm amazed at how fast Bong can lose hit points. He can lose hit points like nobody's business. Bong is going to grab one of those MFers by the ankles and jerk him down to the floor with us, you know, like just suplexing him down as he does. He just reaches up and grabs the ankles and throws okay. him down. Are these humans? Uh, no, speaking? these are the green two-armed... No, they do not count as humans. Okay. Alright. Dang. You yeah. miss. The second attack, he tries the exact same thing, but with a lowered die. And I rolled a two on the deed. And you miss. Bong is disoriented. All the blood oh. getting in his eyes. Bong's not tough. disoriented. And it's just... tough for anyone else to get up there because you guys are at the top of the stairs, this little trap door, but there's room for someone to squeeze up there. And you got Colgrim and Mephrodis still. Bong, with his movement, is going to move up into the room where they are. Okay. So you push your way up into the room? Yes. Okay. Bong and, uh, or, I'm sorry, Colgrim and Mephrodis? Colgrim is going to follow Bong up, and he is going to attack with his longsword, the one that hit uh, Bong first. Okay. He has that a, is a 
hit. He is a level two warrior. That does not crit, does it? It does not. Because you're rolling a 24, your crit would be like 23, oh, 24. Yeah, I forget. But he does eight damage with his attack. Okay. But for the rest of us, anything between the 20 and 24 range would be a crit, right? No. Well, I thought last week when Bong critted, like he critted on a. He did, but he's got he had yeah, the. He's got a huge crit range. He's got a huge crit range. Because I need a twenty-one to crit on a twenty-four, or with this a bane human that expands further. Mephrodus do anything? Uh, Mephrodus has nothing productive to do for the party. He can hurt the party if y'all want him to. (laughs) (laughs) So then that would take us to Jargon and Snish. It's difficult. Mephrodus steps out of way. Out of the way. Okay. Bong has moved up into the chamber. Colgrim's up there at the trap door. Hmm. Room for one more person at the trap door. Dang. Uh. <laughs> yeah, somebody come up. We're up. We got two guys up. We're going How to big is the room? We can. Um, the room looks to be about 20 by 20. Uh, once you get through the trap door and up into the room. Right. Uh. <laughs> That's a tough one. <laughs> Feeling brave, I'm thinking Jargon will jump up in there. Okay. Um. So he's actually just gonna do his double attack, which. Well, if he has to move, he only gets the one attack. So he has to move right. enough that, but he can still get one attack when he gets up there. There's two of these guys, these two armed, green alien-looking guys at the top, standing about six and a half feet tall. Right, right. So he's gonna go ahead and swing once. Twelve. That is, that is a miss. What's Snish up to? Um, well, Snish is now blocked down. So, I don't know. I think he'll just kind of wait. Okay. Uh, Santh and Belagal. There's two people have moved up into the room itself. Colgrim's at the trap door. There's room for one more at the trap door. Come on up. Okay. Um, can, we, can I get in through the... Through the trap door? Yeah, I've been letting people try to move through the trap door as well. All right. Um, yeah, Belagall will hop up there. Okay. So call he can get some, up there and get one attack. Going to call some ruckus. And with my uh, with my D die, if I hit it, I just want to, like, flop one of these guys um, with uh, a <clears throat> flop him on the hand or something so he, like, drops the sword or okay. uh, something like that. 15 hits. No, you missed. Damn. All right. Sam, up to anything? I kind of feel like Sam's in the same boat that uh, that Mephrodus is in. Doesn't doesn't feel like I can do very much to help the party. Okay. It's a tight spot, so it's tough to get up there. Yeah, all my spells hurt everybody, so. Yeah, I'm just going to play it cool. Okay. Baptist and Nooniklaus. Is there room to get up? Yes, I'm just letting people to go up. The Colgrim's uh, sort of on the right up in the trap doorway. There's either room for one more to stand there or one to squeeze through. Okay. Uh, Nooney Klaus is going to go down the stairs back to the door. Okay. Uh, stay and watch in case somebody else comes up. Okay. And Baptist is going up through the trap door. Okay. All right, Baptist. So you get one attack when you get up there? Okay. <clears throat> At least. <laughs> <laughs> Baby just comes up Comes up through the trap door I stab him And you miss 
wildly. Patrice and Dandelion. Okay, uh, Dandelion would like to try to sleep the guys up there. Okay. Alright, hold on a second. Two, four. Yep. Oh, that's a one. That's fun stuff for the judge. Okay, let me see what her uh, mercurial was for sleep. First of all, no change. So a standard, at least for mercurial. Okay. So, a one, lost failure, and worse. Roll 1d6 modified by luck. Okay, luck is no modifier. So, five. Five. Oh, it's just a misfire. So now roll a d4. Caster plus. Yes! Oh no. I'm so done with this magic. Caster plus 1d4 closest allies immediately fall into a natural sleep. Oh, come on. (laughs) Oh, a d4? Sorry. Yeah, d4. One. Oh. Uh, so one person close and to Dandelion. The closest to her would be uh, Patrice. So, <laughs> but that takes you out. That's not even fun. Yeah. It could be Mephrodis. He's kind of creepy. Yeah, take Mephrodis with you. Yeah, Mephrodis and either one. That way you still have a dude in the, the okay. action. Um, oh, boy. Roll D2. Dustin's one and Matt's two. So, Sant, your healer, falls asleep. Okay. Great. Uh, is there a room for a bow shot, or will I risk killing eight guys? Uh, there's definitely room for a bow shot. However, if you <laughs> miss, you would be... Uh, I'm not going to fire. Not going to fire. There's always room, according to the judge. Ball would want you to. I'm, the answer is always yes to is there room for a bow shot. Ball would want you to, if that makes it sense. Goes, it goes back from my days as a zero level. I am not going to fire in a melee. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. Kelly. <laughs> my Delbert, my farmer. So, <laughs> one swings a sword at Fong. 19 hits. That's a hit. For nine points of damage. Yeah, that same one tries to punch you. That's a mistake. And misses. Bone grabs his fist and laughs. Another one goes for Belagal with a sword. Misses and punches. I'm pretty sure that's a miss too on Belagal. An 11? Um, yeah, it's a miss. Yes, that is. Okay. And so pretty much these creatures are taking a sword swing and then take a punch with because they got four arms. Uh, and that takes us back around the bong, Mephrodist, and Fulgrim. Uh, All right. Bong will waste no time. Bong will attack the one that just stabbed him and tried to punch him. Uh, he's going to try to like do an uppercut with his magical sword ruin and hopefully sever some sort of tendon to disable some of those arms to keep that second punch from coming. And okay. while, of course, like ripping out his heart with the blow. Missed you hit. The, missed the deed, hit an 18. You do hit the creature. So that is 8 plus 6. He does 10 damage with the first attack. He tries a second, okay. the same thing. Well, he's going to just attack again with this second attack. Plus, what's that, 6? He has an 18 with a second. You hit with that attack as well. And does 13 on the second attack. And you drop that one to the ground. Nice. Colgrim immediately turns to the second one. And he tries to do the same deed. Try to disable an arm while okay. doing as much, as much damage as he can. He hits the deed with a 17 total. Uh, 17 is a hit. And you damage one of the arms. 
It's got four though. He does eight damage with the first with that attack. Okay. Mifredus snoozes on. Okay. Oh wait, it's Santh is asleep. Never mind. Mifredus uh, wakes Santh up. Okay. <laughs> it's a normal sleep, so that's possible. Not a problem. And hey, thank Cap. you, thank you. I may have my cards out of order, but I think it's Jargon and Snish. Yeah. Um, Jargon's up top there now, right? Yes, he is. So he can do a double attack. This He's time. gonna do a double attack. <clears throat> Nineteen. Yeah, that hits. Sweet. And for five damage on the first. Okay. Then still up. Seventeen on the second attack. That's a hit as well. Nice. A little halfling's going crazy. For another three. Okay. Creature's still up. It's got a wounded arm from when Colgrim hit it, but it is still up. Jargon then uh, opens up his shirt a little bit to let the brand Bulu shine out. <laughs> <laughs> um, they immediately fall down and. Yeah, <clears throat> the room up top's probably pretty full, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it's getting there. <laughs> Could he like uh, poke his head up and through the trap door, stab, and then like jump back down? Or <laughs> eh, that'd probably be a bit much. Just some of the actions moving away from the doors that more people get up there. Come on up, Jargon. <laughs> I don't know. I guess he'll go and he'll probably go back down with Noonie and help Noonie kind of keep watch on the door, maybe. Okay. And that takes us to Belagall, who's in the room, and Santh, who just got woken up by Mephrodis. All right. Well, Belagall, so we've been wailing away on one of these guys, right? One of them's dead, and then all the other attacks have been going away on this other guy. All right, all right cool. Who's looking worse for the wear. Belagall's going to take a swing, do the same thing with the D-die again if I hit it. Uh, he's just trying to numb that hand, so it takes a he takes a negative on his attack. Okay. Oh, yes. yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. D, nice. you got the crit. See, I would normally point out that you should roll a 1d24, but that's a 1d20, so that's a that's a crit. Oh, yeah. Well, he rolled a 20. He got it. All right, six. Let's see what that looks like. Brutal strike to the torso. Inflict an additional d8 with his strike. And the foe suffers multiple broken ribs. <laughs> nice. I love it. D6 plus 4 plus 1D8. No. Plus 2. Plus 1D8. Ah, 9 damage. Belagall drops him. Yes. Nicely done, Belagall. He looks over and he points at Jargon. <laughs> 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 Just points at him. He's just—he's <laughs> ridiculous. He's—you know—he's looking at him. He just kind of looks him straight face back and has his axes crossed across his chest, <laughs> like he's posing for a terrible portrait from like Middle Ages. So you guys now stand at the top of the watchtower. Can we see out? You can. You see out, and like I said, you're about 60 feet above, so you sort of get a view. The base that you're at looks scorch marked, looks like energy weapon fire from various places, smoldering remains. I mean, from from up above, it looks pretty devastating. The You have a slightly better view of some of the surrounding landscape as well. So you got north is that way, of course. North. North is up to the top of the map. 
And off to the north, it looks like right now it looks like you're in this edge of a mountain range. Very steep, tall mountains. Back to the west, it looks like the mountains continue. Some even taller than the peaks you're on now. Uh, uh, very rough and rugged set of mountains. To the east, you see the cliffs sort of drop off and then fade down into some hills and off into a flat valley. Off in the distance to the east, you see some sort of forest. <laughs> Forest-like, it doesn't. Ha- the, it almost looks like oversized mushrooms to a degree. Woo! It's Boy, hard it's- to tell, <laughs> but it's way off in the distance, and and you're just not sure. Uh, and even further than that, off in the haze, you think you can make out signs of another mountain range far, far away. It's hard to tell through this purple haze, though. Oh, I know what the bag of holding is going to be full of soon. Um, <laughs> to the south, the mountain range extends. Not just the bag of holding. and uh to the north the hills sort of fade off into these flat plain land type things that's what you see landscape wise um more interesting is further off to the north and i should have drawn the map slightly differently but you see what looks to be a path that leads up off that way, I'm going to start scroll to the bottom of the map to sort of continue it. So scroll down. So like, there's the watchtower. So you see this. You may have to scroll down a bit. This path that sort of winds its way up to a ridge slightly higher, and you see a silver pyramid thing at the top of that ridge. A silver pyramid. A silver pyramid. Hmm. How big is the pyramid? Um. What's this apex at? You know, like height-wise. Height-wise, it's probably 90 feet tall. And it's Do up we... on a ridge. From the watchtower, you sort of look up and you see uh, up on a ridge, the, the trail leads up the ridge, or switch back up the ridge, and then it's like flat on top, and then a pyramid sits up on top. And it's like, it looks to be made of metal of some sort. Because it's glinting. I got it and called dibs. What'd you say? Jargon just called dibs. <laughs> Do we uh, do we see any other flying beasties or ships or anything like that? Just anything at all on the landscape? Even things like far out that we can't tell what they are. You don't see any ships for sure. Um, you you don't see any flying creatures really at the moment either. There's certainly not massive numbers. If there's any out there, you're missing them because there are specks on the the sun on the horizon. Uh, on the horizon, stuff. yeah. yeah. Okay. And, okay. And you don't see any ships though. Well, due to our commotion here, has anybody come out of any buildings or anything like that? You've not seen anyone come out of any buildings or anything like that. What kind of? Well, if we got if we got time, I think we should we should search this place before moving on. I mean, I want to take yeah, a look. I agree. At, yeah, uh, I agree. We'll both of these green guys and the uh, the more human looking ones. Yep. Get a get a pretty good. Maybe Bap can do like a uh, biopsy or something. Do like a little. Um, that's not the word I'm looking for, but you guys know what I'm talking Autopsy, thank you. I don't know why I can say that. Now the podcast world knows I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, a biopsy could have been correct, too. He just would have eaten the sample. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can find some of those energy weapons laying around or something, too. There might be some, what kind of might armor? Be some good loot. What kind of armor were these guys wearing? If I were to guess, I'd say the hanger that doesn't have that much damage <laughs> might be where anybody that's alive would be pulled up. Correct, the, the armor was more of just like leather bandoliers. It seems like their skin is sort of toughened, giving them a tougher armor class, like a natural armor. 
do the leather bandoliers look cool? Yeah, they look cool. I mean, they're made for a person that's about six and a half feet tall, but yeah, they're cool. That's bomb. You could Puts it use on. them for potions, daggers. Yeah, bomb grabs. Knickknack. Babis will cut one open. Okay. Um, Jargon will learn. You cut one open, and their um, innards seem somewhat familiar. They've got uh, multiple stomachs, two hearts. Uh, those are the big differences you see between, but relatively similar, save for those exceptions. Do they have, like, big tusks on their face? They do not. What about teeth? They do have lots of teeth. Uh, sharp teeth? Um, yeah, I mean, somewhat more sharp than a normal human's teeth. Two pairs of arms, like I said, they stand about six and a half feet tall, varying shades of green. These are sort of a darker shade of green. Uh, big eyes. Is there anything in the room besides their bodies? There is not. The watchtower seems to be very scarcely populated. It does seem to have been left seemingly intact. What type of blood do they have? It is a, like a dark, dark, dark green. Like almost a black kind of a thing? Like. Yep, almost a black. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Snitch is going to start making his way over to the other hangar, I guess. Okay. If he can't scope it out with anybody else he wants to go with. Belagal's going to cut off one of these heads, save it in his backpack, make a pauldron or something from it later on. Okay. You're able to sever the head, pack it away. Baptist probably looks on. How many skulls do we currently have in our possession now? A lot. You guys are like just. We need to do some security out of everything. Yeah, let's keep. Manfredus will collect the fingers as well in case he can he can sell them as components for a animal summoning or something. So which hangar are you headed to, Jargon? Uh, the one that you you had tagged there. Okay. So, if you guys head over that way, you see a sign outside that's written in a language that you can't understand, but it looks like it's like some sort of signpost identifying it or something like that. Jeb's place. <laughs> Live news in the back. <laughs> Steve lives here. Um, all right. Anybody want to knock? <laughs> ah, let's just go in. Yeah, let's go in. Uh, Snitch will check the door. Should I even check the door for traps or just walk in? Just walk in. Vaughn will walk in if it makes you feel better. There you go. Okay. So you see inside of this room, you see that it looks like this portion of it has really been left open, like free of stuff. You suspect, given the size of the doors up this way, that they could place one of those ships that you saw the previous night in here, either for repairs or for protection or for storage or something like that. Uh, So it's relatively large, wide open. You don't see a whole lot. You, on this back portion, though, it looks like this place has also been ransacked or damaged. You're not sure if the damage happened during the battle or after the battle and something intentionally tried to destroy things. But you see 
what looks to be, again, similar to the glacier facility where you saw those screens with, you know, blinking lights and LEDs, except this one's stuff smashed. There's glass on the floor. There seems to be thick runs of cabling that run about uh, scattered across the floor. Some have been ripped out of the ceiling and pulled down and hang down. You can just see these, like, wires and stuff broken apart. Somebody stole the copper already. You see a, a, a like a... Method. Like a... <laughs> Couple of blaster rifles on the on the floor, but they've been broken, split in half. Again, you're not sure when that damage happened, but you see a lot of debris and cords and computer equipment and uh, stuff scattered about the back portion of this hangar. Santa's is gonna. Santa wants to like search the area and see if there's any tools. Okay, go ahead and do an intelligence check. Santa's not very smart, Jeffrey. Well, he's smart enough. No, he's not. That's a five. That's more than enough. That passes. It's a DC five. You you go through some of the junk. uh, It's lots of broken bits and parts. Um, You do find what looks to be... What catches your attention is like a green shard. It's, oh, probably six, seven inches long. And it looks like it's been broken or splintered off of something. Uh, but it looks to be some sort of unique material that you haven't seen on your home planet. And you actually find uh, two of these scattered amongst the junk. They tend to be near some of the computers, per se. But they're just broken out on the floor. Do those two pieces look like they could have possibly gone together or in something together? Um... To a degree, they they both look similar. Mm. They could have been possibly from the same larger piece of something. Uh, so it looks like they've probably been broken, they and they're just yep. shards. Yeah. Mephra just wants to look at them. Okay. Santa will, will share those shards with, with um, Mephrodis and Nudie Klaus. Okay. You can make intelligence checks as, as you guys are shown those. Mephrodis has a tan. You guys... Um, you certainly haven't seen material like this before. They don't seem like some sort of gem or jewel that you would have found on the home planet. Um, you think these hold some sorts of some sort of power? It may be what powers some of the equipment here, but you're not 100% sure of their properties. You're not sure if that's because these are broken and shards or or what. But you, you do think these are some sort of Power. You're just not quite sure what. Some, somewhere within the like uh, cabling or something like that, does it look like there might be a receptacle that these things could have possibly fit into? Or you don't see anything. Um, not in the cabling. What about the, the laser rifles? The laser rifles. You find what looks to be a place that could have held some of these. Okay. One of these. Let's put one in. The rifles are literally snapped in half, so you put one in, but it doesn't really seem to do anything. Okay. You also see a series of runes on the rifle that look like... Let me do the handout real quick. There's a handout. Wow. I think we should keep these two broken laser rifles. Jargon's going to pull out his welder. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> So you see a series of runes that look like that. All eight of these are on the... Rifle along the one side of it. Have, does these do these look familiar to anybody else as far as runes are concerned, or are these kind of a different, uh, never seen before kind of a dialect? Never seen before. They look alien. Is there anything like that in the book that Methodus has been researching? Methodus is about to find out what they say. Pray none of you die. 
Is this, oh god, this new detecting languages? Comprehend language. Or uh, read language, whatever it is. Yeah. Plus one, plus word. Comprehend. Alright. Is everybody cool with this? Do it. Let's do it. Give it a shot. I got some luck if we need it. Somebody's going to die. It might be you. You know, at this point in time, I think Jargon could die happy. Alright, it's Jargon that dies. Ah, lost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How about giving some luck there, Jargon? Well, what you need there? One. Wait, that would be a terrestrial language. Terrestrial language? Terrestrial language? What counts as a terrestrial language? Would it be based on the, the planet that you're currently on? Because that could be very handy. Yeah, this is terrestrial here. Because <laughs> if you want to be, you know, technical about it, we're the extraterrestrials as of right now. He's thinking. <laughs> Would this language count as a terrestrial language? No. Just let it go. Okay. It's a bunch of crap. Some kind of gibberish. <laughs> Somebody, obviously idiots don't know how to ride. Because those aren't names. <laughs> <laughs> so you found broken green shards, rifles, cabling, broken computers, large open hangar. I also is forgot to anything, mention... Is there anything in the control panel or anything that has these same characters? Like any other signs with the runes, a keypad? Or not that you see in here. Does it match the sign outside? does not match the sign outside. In fact, the sign outside isn't even runes. It's more of a script... So there are runes on the blaster, but no runes elsewhere. There's script. No. Let's check the other. Check the other buildings. So partially damaged building. Yeah, this is yeah, and this is one jargon peeked in and it looked like it was a set of barracks or something like that. Yeah, and okay. this one you. Said and then I also neglected to. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Down here. Yeah. Uh huh. There's an army of. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just kidding. There are <laughs> metal-looking things with hoods, uh, just for the sake of not making things overly confusing. They look like exhaust vents. Okay. The Can they be open? The not that you guys would have necessarily... I guess you'd recognize exhaust vents, smokestacks. No, they uh, are like rectangular metal that comes up and curves, and it looks like some sort of exhaust vent. So it looks, like like, it looks like a duct kind of a thing. Yes, like yes, yes. Yeah. Three of them to the south of the stairwell. I'm wondering if that might not have come from, like, that town that we came across in between the two stairways. Kind of vent off any smoke or something like that. Or not. I don't know. There were stairs that, that went down, too, right? Yeah, way back at the beginning. So way do back. we do we want to go after this pyramid thing, or do we want to go back down? And I'm thinking that's going to be our best way to go. How far is it? How far of a walk is it? Like to the oh, to the pyramid? Yeah. Uh, 100 yards. Do we see any kind of like tracks in the dirt or mud? or? There are tracks in the dirt. There's a little trail that leads off in that northeastern part, and there are tracks, and they appear to be similar tracks to the creatures you killed up in the top of the watchtower. Perfect. And there are ta- tracks that are more humanoid booted prints. How much effort would it excavate and look in that damage pit at the bottom? Just the Yeah, this one. This one? You can go yeah. peer around it, and if you go look around it, it looks like, judging from, from the implements and stuff, it might have been like a, a, a cantina, a kitchen, uh, like a mess hall, something like that. 
I mean, everything's pretty much damaged. Walls were torn down. But if you look in, you know, there's like cook stoves and then there were like long tables where people could have eaten things like that. This why don't we why don't we stay? Why don't we rest in the tower? The yeah, I'm good with that. We can try to bar ourselves inside one of the buildings for the time being. I mean, we can see it's a good place to keep watch. We can keep it pretty closed up. I think it might be the best spot we found to take a take a nice rest. Okay, and that it does seem large enough to do so. I mean, it'd be a little cramped, but not too. Much. I mean, it's twenty by twenty, so there's plenty of room in there for you, reasonably secured. And that's probably a decent place to stop for the evening. So, you guys plan from here to go up to the pyramid, or back down the? Well, I would like to examine the, at least the uh, building with the ducks before we go. Oh, the, and this isn't a building as much as the ducks stick up out of the ground. How does that correspond to the way we came in? to the stairwell. Um, it would have put it somewhat over the... It would have been south of the stairwell. Uh, right, so this, that, that hallway ran north-south, right? Yeah, the hallway ran north-south, okay. so the duct could have been, you know, sneaking its way through uh, all the way up. It's hard to tell. Well, this if, if there were people here, they may have went down to escape the fight. That's possible, because we never did check out that little town down there, right? There was a town? There was no town. You just found steps down. Like a couple of buildings or something like that, or no? No. We just never went down those stairs. Yeah, it just never went down the stairs. Huh. There's man-made tunnels, but you never saw... You, there's a stairwell down to the uh, south and stairs right, to the right. north. So that's a decent spot to stop. I'll leave the map here. You guys will be resting up here. Barring anything happening, you guys will get your normal, you know, ability point back, healing, luck points back, disapproval, reset, all that kind of stuff. And we'll figure out whether you guys are going to head towards the pyramid or head back down the, the the base to go down the stairs. Awesome. Cool. cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast. Please stop by irontavern.com forward slash podcast and tell us what you think.